mate, what's going on? Guess what? We're partying. That's exactly what we're doing. We've had a ripper weekend. The party shirt is on. I haven't whipped this thing out. I actually flew a bit of dust off it because I haven't had a day where it's been worthy to be worn. But today is a day where it's worthy to be worn. Just have a bit of a look at it. Got the pipes going. It's all happening. Why, Jackson? Why? Nine out of 19 winners from the second again, boys. We've 19 suggested bets and we've hit nine of them. Average price, $4. It was a fat day for the boys at the second again crew. Mate, welcome aboard. How good? Good to see you, mate. Unreal. Like you said, average price was unreal. The strike rate was unreal. Wish every week was like this, but, you know, we never know how, how we'll be chatting next week, but let's soak it up and live it up while we're here, mate. For sure, for sure. I think um, out of our three, uh, we, we, we had five high-suggested bets for three winners and two seconds as well, which is obviously really, really good signs. Um, a lot of our horses we tipped that didn't run in the top three or f- top three had actually run fourth too. So they were all in play. Um, look, we'll kick it off in Sydney. There's no, no need to fluff around. We've obviously had a bit of a carry on, but kick it off with a very disappointing nature strip over the thousand metres. He's just no good second up, Jackson. Yeah, I don't know if he was flat. I did hear, and, and you, know, you know me, Ned, I don't like to... Uh, get too caught up in the fairy tales and the trainer talk here and there. But I did hear some comments from Wallace saying he put a fair bit of work into the horse after his first up run. So maybe that's flattened him. I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but I just thought it was very interesting to hear that. But the horse can do it, can't he? He just has these massive first up runs, smashes the clock, and then he can just completely fall in a hole the next start. So, you know, the worst part is sixty as well on the jump. So everybody gets sucked in as, as he can do best horse in the race we know if you run it you know five or six times he probably wins four of them he's just that type of horse that you can't trust anymore for sure we we actually had a bit of a laugh about the price of shelby 66 and he was 41 dollars. and we said he's got to be bigger than 41 because if they ran this race 100 times he wouldn't win it once and he nearly won it on his first crack at him <laughs> what's going on there yeah i mean look i don't want to knock shelby too much obviously it was an exceptional performance um you know well above anything that it's done beforehand but i think it says a lot about how bad not only nature strip but also eduardo how bad both those horses went for shelby to almost knock them both over absolutely i think i think nature strip i think i think he'll be right i think he'll come good i think the tj still beckons i think he'll he'll take that out if he's come good while it's just a master um on to the next one, Marzu. Now, this thing blew in the betting. I don't know why. 3.30 at the five bucks. We were actually in the ring together when it was happening. And we thought, how much can we get on this thing? So, um, too good. It's as simple as that. Yeah, super super performance. Pretty much a repeat of, of its last start. We both obviously liked that that last start and sort of flagged that in the preview. So, um, yeah, $5 or $4.80, we, we were getting towards the jump. So, incredible. You know, you, you can't let that pass. So, um, awesome steer again from Clipperton. It was almost like a carbon copy, wasn't it, of the last start? So really happy with that. I think the Snowdens have got a pretty serious horse on their hands here. Handled the wet well. Seems to go in all ground. I think this could be headed towards a galaxy. So uh, keep an eye on it going forward, but a lot of talent there. For sure, it's got to be good signs. And I thought Mallory was fantastic as well in second. She's a good horse, really good horse. Um, and Bowman riding well as well. He had a, another nice day at the track. Speaking of Bowman, we move on to the Canterbury Stakes and we said it could have been as simple as forbidden love, just jumps, leads, wins. And that's pretty much what happened. $2.20, $1.80 the tote. She was smashed everywhere. Um, 
yeah, she was just too good, especially in the wet. But smart training performance as well to back her up. Yeah, just just too good. And, and talk about carbon copies. 2.5 last start and 2.6 this week. So back-to-back weeks, it's run pretty much identical and never looked like losing. So Bowman summed it up perfectly, just cuddled it to about the 350, never looked in doubt. Um, obviously was aided by the pattern on the day. I think there was eight out of 10 winners came either on pace or leading. So obviously aided by that, but I don't think under any circumstances this horse was uh, ever going to get run down. Just one, and I know you'll probably expand on this as well, but Private Eye was exceptional, um, made up a lot of ground. Didn't get close enough to the winner, but it was first up. That horse is in for a very good campaign. It was a great Doncaster run, I think, Just especially if you get a, a wet day or something over 1,600. For that horse to be doing that first up over 1,300, it's, it's exciting for what he's in for for this prep. Ran with guineas. It's... <laughs> Yeah, it sends a few few crook feelings through my body as Jackson has a sip of his water. Um, Converge knocks off Animo. Um, Animo jumped what? He jumped a dollar ninety. I thought there was still a nice price. Um, Converge was strong, really good. He's had a couple goes at sixteen hundred, all for wins. How do you feel about the race? Obviously, from a personal, you know, talking about personal interest, there's, there's a lot of sort of uh, distaste towards this race, if I can say it nicely. But um, I'll start with the winner. So Converge was, was very good. Um, ran about where, where it's at, at 1.7 above benchmark. So really nice performance. Um, came from midfield, which a lot of runners couldn't do over the, over the day. So obviously a good run. But Tim Clark got the absolute best out of this horse. So we know he's back. Um, just pushed the button at the perfect time and was able to skip away from Animo. So moving on to Animo, the, the, the sort of soft point here, but I just thought J-Mac missed the boat. I'm not sure how you saw this one, but looking at the figures, his last 200 was the best of his, any of his sectionals. So what that says to me is that the horse had more to give and J-Mac didn't get the best out of it. So it looked like he just sort of cruised up to him up to the sort of five or 600. Converge was able to skip away while TC was getting the most out of the horse. J-Mac was sort of just cuddling. So I guess you can't blame him for thinking he had all those covered and he had the best horse in the race because he did. But I think he'd be kicking himself looking back on it now and seeing those figures there because the horse just simply had more to give. For sure. I th- he slid into the race at the 5 or 600 and I thought he was going to let him go then and just let him be a gun and just go past him. But he sort of let him slide, used up a little bit of energy and then tried to settle him again. I don't think that's the way to ride him, especially over 1600 when it's probably that 400 short of his best. He's probably a dead set 2000 meter horse now, Animo. Um, but you can't really take anything away from Converge. He's tough. He's bulletproof, like any conditions, any real distance, like they reckon he'll get up to a derby length. So can't bag the horse. I thought the top three in the market all ran really well. So um, it'll be interesting to see what that Rose Hill Guineas spits out for us too. Going down south, um, we're going to kick it off in race four, just just for uh, just briefly. We liked a couple in this race. We we liked um, Electric Girl at, at some nice odds, and we also liked Ana Visto. Um, we pretty much oh, it's not often you get to say this, but we got the race pretty much spot on, Jackson. Yeah, I mean it was just that that type of day, wasn't it? We just couldn't miss. We were flying at this point of the day as well. I think it was um, it was just one of those days where you know we, we were just airborne. So. Um, yeah, Ana Visto, another one. Look, Mick Price and, and Kent, they've prepared this thing beautifully. Um, she's obviously returned in excellent order. 
it's going to be very hard for it to beat um, in any sort of mare's grade going forward. They'll probably stick at the 1,400 again. Um, probably can get the mile, but this is its pet trip. Um, and you saw that on Saturday. It was just much too good. Camped outside the lead, which was Electric Girl, who boxed on for a place. So happy there. You, you'll, you'll take your $3 and move on. But yeah, Ana Vista, I don't think um, any of those horses will be getting near it going forward. It's a shame that that 1,400 metre distance is so awkward. Like, it seems to be that 1,200 in Australia and a mile. Like, there's, there's not a real massive amount of, ma- of races around that 1,400 metre mark when we have a lot of horses that actually fit into that category. So, um, it'll be interesting to see where they take her, her next. But we move on to the English sprint. And this thing, I, the amount of money on this horse was just sickening. Like, overpass was... I think two twenty into a dollar sixty, dollar seventy on the day, and I can't believe they've still posted that price. I think it was courageous doing that. So dollar seventy. I don't think there's too much to say, but in terms of figures and stuff, how how did it rate? Oh, the, the, they were going hard at the start. So um, look, very very good performance. Um, the data was all there. So you know, I think it was tenth best of the day. So solid performance. Um, but they were going hard, so they were entitled to do that. The horses just rock hard fit. The money kept flooding in. Um, Bjorn Baker only took a handful of horses down there. Took his took his jockey Josh Parr down as well. So the, all the, all the signs were there, and um, you, you saw it come to fruition there. For sure, he's um he's a good horse. I don't know where they're going to go with him, but he's definitely got some talent. Race six. This is the Jackson Laurie Stakes. Um, it was over sixteen hundred meters. Was a set weights and penalties for the Group Twos. Um, look, she had a Six kilo weight swing on Zaki, but you can't take anything away from her. You can only run in the conditions that you put under. It's obviously been placed super by Danny O'Brien and Frosty gave it a dead set peach. Well done. Super effort from you. Super effort from the horse. There you go. Get yeah. No, nah, thanks for the wrap, mate. Um, look, I always thought it was a good betting, um, you know, really good betting prospect. Just at the price, I just thought $4 was, you know, why not just just take it on? Obviously, Zaki's the class, but it wasn't necessarily going to get the conditions to suit. So, you know, we'll get into the race and, and look at some of the figures. So they were walking in this race for the first, I'd say, two-thirds. They were actually going 16 lengths below benchmark. So that's almost like waiting to come up to a, to a hurdle to, to jump lengths. over. 16 lengths, that's pedestrian. So you and I could have thrown a saddlecloth on and, and been able to trot alongside them. So that's just an idea of how slow they were going. Um, I actually thought that suited Zaki. I didn't think he'd get that, but he actually got that. Because when you're first up, you want to have that soft speed up front and just have that that sprint, those last four, six hundred. So all of the, the top eight in this race were the fastest uh, last 600 of the day, ranked one to eight. So that just puts you in a perspective how fast they flashed home. Um, I thought Zaki, once it got out, I thought it was over. It was home. But Inspirational Girl just kept sticking the neck out. Um, it's going to look good going towards an all-star mile. I'm not too sure about Zaki, though. I know I was keen on him before. <sighs> I just I don't know now because he's now had a really soft run where there was no speed injected. He's going to be almost half a run short going in. So I'm going to be very weary of that. Um, we'll see what price we get. But I think he might be in a bit of trouble, the big fella. That's really interesting because I tend to completely disagree again, which is fine, absolutely fine. I thought I thought it was a lot of merit in, the, in its first up run. First of all, I thought Jamie Carr had lead on it. Once you get, went from, jump from gate one, you jump as well as you do. There's no speed in the race. Like you don't have a genuine lead. Like Mr. Brightside's led him up. So I thought Zaki would lead after they, they went so slow at the start. 
I actually think he is a horse that needs a bit of tempo rolling. And I think you saw last year when he got skittled at $1.20, um, he actually does need a little bit of tempo to get his thing going. And he didn't get out to the last two or 300. So I'm nowhere near ready to put a line through him. This was set weights and penalties. An all-star mile isn't. So he's not going to have a six kilo weight difference between these horses where he's only been beaten half a head. I'm, I think 375 of the price for the all-star mile is a massive, massive go for me. I'm, I'm stoked with that. So it'd be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not putting a line through Zaki yet. Australian guineas. Now this thing blew like it had, seriously had three legs. And we're talking about a derby winner who is a star. Hitotsu, it's blown to $9 or $8.70 on the tote and it's come out in one. So, yeah, it's flattening. It feels like we missed one with Hitotsu a little bit now that it's gotten to that price, but we, we were pretty keen on Forgot You, who I thought ran a reasonably good race in fourth, but what do you make of the race? Yeah, well, this is one of the best rating races on the day and it made sense because, you know, the depth of quality and, and class in this field was exceptional. So, I was obviously really excited about the race coming in and I think you can take a lot of these horses going forward with confidence. So look, I'll start with the winner. You, you mentioned that the price just kept drifting. I think it, it might've been something to do with the fact that a, a horse that's been first up has never won this race. So it just puts into perspective how good and how talented this horse is. So fuck me dead. What have the, have the Mar and Eustace team got, got on their hands here? This is a very serious horse. You look back to last campaign, it's gone Donald 1300 maiden, uh, Caulfield Guinea 1600 into a derby. Incredible. So that, that, that progression there is insane. It's now come first up and performed three lengths above benchmark over the mile again. Didn't have the fitness there. Was, you know, couldn't have been 100% forward compared to the other horses that already had runs in their prep. So exceptional race. I can't speak of any more, any more highly the, the, for the Hitotsu, but... Lightsaber was good, rolled forward. Um, Flemington, again, was, was sort of on, you know, on pace advantage, so sort of in line with what happened throughout the day. Obviously, Pinstripe was the, was the hard luck story. I think Mick D be feeling sick to his stomach with, with what went on there. Just had to change his runs three or four times and never got daylight. So who knows where that horse will get to. He might have one or two more runs before they tip him out. But good talent going forward. We'll see where he goes. I thought Captivant was a bit um, disappointing. Just expected more from it being third up peak for this. So not sure where they'll go with it. Um, could be stud farm for it. You never know. Um, forgot you a touch unlucky. Just hit that flat spot as he does. Um, maybe maybe he's looking for further. Get back out to that 2,000 metre range where he's probably more effective. So we'll see where he goes. But plenty of horses in here. I think you'll, you'll see we'll be winning races going forward. For sure. For sure. You couldn't have given Hitotsu more of a wrap. And I think it's fair enough to... Um, I listened to David Eustace have a bit of a conversation about him um, last night and he couldn't have spoken any higher of the horse either. So it'll be interesting to see what they do next. I think they're thinking about Rose Hill Guineas, potentially um, maybe even a Queen Elizabeth, which would be really exciting to have a gun three-year-old in that race with the likes of Very Elegant. I just want to touch on Pinstripe as well. Really well-backed as well. Was backed into $6 on the day. Um, second favourite that ended up being and then comes out and barely gets touched. It's hard to say if you would have won or if he would have run second or third, but I just thought wherever this horse goes next, you'd want to be keeping an eye out for him, especially if there's market support again. He's obviously flying. Stable's got him going well. So 
very, very unlucky was that horse and anyone that had a, had a nice little wager on him too. Mate, that's it. We're going to wrap it up there. Um, been a fantastic week, obviously. Party shirts are on. We're stoked. We're wrapped. And there's a lot of, a lot of good things to take out of the meeting, I think, which is probably the most exciting thing. We've got another massive day again this weekend. Um, make sure you stick with us if, if you're keen. If you, if you followed us last week and you've got any mates that want to get involved too, please let them know because the second again, boys, the, the train might only be here for, you know, who knows how long you can ride us for. So get involved. Jacko, been a pleasure, brother. Always is, mate. Cheers. Good on you, mate.